Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Freestyle Lifestyle Podcast with me, Nikki B. I hope I find you all well today. The sun is shining and it is a beautiful day here in Ireland. It is also the perfect day to lie back, grab a cup of tea or coffee and enjoy today's podcast. If you have anyone in your house that loves to dance or has ever dreamt about becoming a professional dancer and would love to know what life is really like as a professional dancer or somebody who loves musical theatre or the movies, then go grab them right now because this is a podcast that they and you do not want to miss. So a few days ago, I sat down with professional dancer and movie star Michelle Petronelli. I first came across Michelle pretty much a year ago to the day in Dublin when she came into town as Hugh Jackman's head dancer on his world tour of his show, The Man, The Music, The Show. In this podcast, Michelle talks to me about being in The Greatest Showman movie. We talk about the costumes to seeing that famous ring for the first time and working closely with the incredible Hugh Jackman. We also talk about her going on tour with Beyonce, teaching Beyonce and starring in her music video. She's also in a Madonna music video and she has toured the world with Janet Jackson. She also stars frequently in sketches in Saturday Night Live. And lots more. As I said, I spoke with her a few days ago, and guys, I have been so inspired by our chat together. She is bursting with talent, with so much success, but is so humble. Next time I'm in New York, I hope you're in town, Michelle, because we've got to go dancing to How Bizarre. Sit back and enjoy, guys. It's Michelle Petronelli. Yeah, so yesterday I was doing a bit of research for our chat today. Um, okay. I was oh gosh. <laughs> blown away by all the incredible work and achievements you've done in your career. It's amazing. Oh, and thank you. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but I want to go back to the start for you. Like, did you always love dancing growing up, or did you come from like a musical kind of performing family? Uh, okay, so I did always love dancing growing up, but here's the thing. So my family wasn't like, they're not a musical family. Um, my sisters did gymnastics when they were younger, but then like didn't after that. And then got it, they got into cheerleading. Um, but I started, you know, quotation started late for girl dancing. Everyone that I knew had started when they were two or three and I was 12 and my cousins who lived down the street from me, they were in dance since they were younger. And for some reason, I, I don't know why, but they were like, oh, do you want to come to our dance practice with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I remember going to the dance studio and just sitting there. And I just was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I knew I was in love with this. And I'll never forget this story. And it's what I say every time. But my mom told me that when I came home, um, I, I was like, oh my gosh, look what, look what they did. And I would show her the moves and she's like, did you take class? And I'm like, no, I just sat there. But I guess I was just like absorbing it all. Yeah, wow. And then the following year is when I started dancing. So when I was 13 is when I actually started training. And I mean, from just watching it and then when I started, that passion was like through the roof. I, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, that is quite old actually, isn't it? Because you think... Well, you see now like a lot of dance classes start so young for kids and you think yeah. like, to like make it or have it as a career you'd have to be starting them so early so that's really nice to know for anybody you know you can still do it even you know 13 is not old but 
Yeah. I know, I know, it's so funny. And even now, I mean, I have friends that have started even later than that. I had people that started dancing when they're in their 20s. Like never, it's never too late. Yeah. Um, but you know, I did always have that, like, I wonder what I would have been like if I had started when I was two or three. But you can't think like that also, because it's like, you know, I have people that I know that started that young and then they got burnt out. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not easy. Um, yeah. so what stage did it go from, say, like a hobby to, um, like, okay, I need this to be my career. This is my passion. I really want to go for it. I think that started immediately. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever thought of it as a career. Like, I never was like, I never used that word in my head. I never thought about that. But I knew that that was my passion. And, like, I would do anything I had to do to always be doing that. And like, I'm so thankful for my teachers that I had because they, one in particular, Amanda Wolf had this, she just knew, she saw my passion and drive and was like, oh, you're serious about this. Yeah. And so I was like playing catch up with my technique because I had started, you know, late. So she like took, kind of took me under her wing and like would train me like every single day, all day long. Like I was just doing everything I could. And at that point, it just wasn't a hobby. It was just something I loved so much. And I knew that, like, I would do anything to continue to do it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so what was your first kind of, like, pinch me moment? Um, like, your first big gig where, like, you were performing and you just find yourself thinking, oh, my God, just, like, look where I am. <laughs> like, look how far I've come. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the pinch me moments happen all the time. Yeah. I, I can't really... I can't pinpoint one moment that's a pitch me moment because everything that I do, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm here. Oh my gosh, I'm doing this. Oh my gosh, I accomplished it. You know what I mean? And like for that, I am kind of grateful for because it doesn't get like comfortable. I'm always like, wow, like I worked so hard to get here. Yeah. And, you know, I have those moments with every job. I mean, like when I was dancing with Janet, I would turn, like, I remember this moment, like, one of the first shows, like, just kind of, like, glancing over and being, like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> with you, like, wow, or, like, you know, but with anybody, like, Hugh Jackman, like, they're all just, like, any of these jobs are pinch me moments. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, like, dancing life, touring, training, um, I know people who may watch or listen to this might think, oh, what a fun, easy life that must be. Um, <laughs> But I come from like not a dance background, but a media background. And I know how much hard work it is and you work your ass off to get anywhere. And um, how do you look after yourself? Like, you know, say you could do two shows a day, like physically and mentally and being away from home. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is different for everyone, obviously. Um, so for me, physically... I <laughs> was blessed with jeans. <laughs> my parents like did bodybuilding when they were younger. Like, I don't know. I, I've always had this like muscular structure. So like, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but I do maintain that as I'm getting older, things don't get easier. So <laughs> I try to like train and do as much as I can. You know, I love yoga, I love working out. Um, I have a relationship with Nike. So I, you know, I try to do as much as I can on the side of like whatever job I'm doing just to maintain stamina and maintain that. Um, but when I'm on a job, that job takes everything in me and I'm just like pushing for that. You know what I mean? So like, 
doing two shows a day, like you just have to make sure that you're doing your recovery as well. Like the stretching for me is like, even at a young age, I never, I wasn't born with flexibility. I just stretched every day when I was younger and now I have that flexibility. So I tried to just continue to do the recovery and rolling out, which I learned at a really like much later stage of my life is like rolling out your body and like stretching and icing are like things that you need to be doing. (laughs) So like really making sure I do that. And, you know, mentally I'm used to being away. So like, I don't know. I, I kind of just am in that moment rather, rather than thinking like, oh, what's happening at home or like what I, else I could be doing. So mentally, I'm just like present and there. And I think that's really important. Um, I do believe in love meditation. So that's also something that I try to tap into every so often. Um, but yeah, and then like, you know, also going back to the physicality of things is like, I'm not, I kind of crave like healthier things. I I like some things that are like not so good, but like I crave the things I crave, I have. Like I listen to my body basically. Oh, that's good. And do you find then, I guess, maybe suppose dancing would help you mentally as well? Oh, absolutely. Dancing is therapy. You kind of have to think about it as that. I, I forget who I was talking to about this, but you know, if you're having like a bad day, you can kind of like, dance that out that sounds so silly but like you you tell stories through your dance so like um I don't know if when you saw the show we did the song with Kiala where I did the solo and she sang harder did you ever see that Mm. it was a it was a completely different song I know she did this is me and then later on in the tour no I don't think she was doing it then no I don't think so so I'm just using this as an example. So one of her newer songs called Harder is it's a, such a powerful song. Um, and I ended up doing a solo and I ended up improving the solo every night. So it was always different. Right, that's amazing. But her singing and the meaning of that song always touched me. And that would bring me to tears every night. Like, wow. so like that was like, therapy to me every night I don't I was releasing something whatever like deep down I was feeling that day or from the past or whatever it is like I release that do you know what I mean and I kind of just let that happen so like dance is definitely mentally it helps you yeah what, if, you, if, what song if you're it? in that moment <laughs> yeah oh, absolutely what song did you say I must check it out harder was harder it? it's, oh my gosh you're gonna love it it's so good and I'm so sad you didn't get to see it we had I guess it, when we came into Dublin, that was like May? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so like a year. Oh my God, I can't believe that was last year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we, I think we ended up doing that when we went to Australia. That makes sense. Yeah. But check out the song. No, no, definitely. Um, did you get to see much of Ireland when you were here? Did you see much of Dublin? You were there for two days, was it? Yes, we were. I didn't see much. Not, I mean, like, we, we got to see some of it. And, like, walking around was amazing. I will say I got to have Guinness for the first time. <laughs> All this has to be done. <laughs> and I didn't think I was going to like it because every time that, like, I see Guinness here, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like that. But that yeah. just looks awful. And maybe I tasted it here and didn't like it. I don't know. But um, Hugh actually took us to this, like, really local bar. And we had Guinness. And we had it properly. And it was delicious. <laughs> I know a lot of people here like to take, like, well, girls who can't stomach it too strongly, maybe one of them, um, like to put, like, 
um, like juice in with it, like blackcurrant juice. Yes, and we tried it with blackcurrant, and I thought that was good too. I mean, it was like a little bit, but I was like, this is good. So that's what I remember of Dublin, sadly. I I wish that I would have been able to spend more time there, and hopefully I'll get to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I said in my intro, um, you've had such huge uh, success in your career, from touring with Janet Jackson to performing with Madonna on music videos, um, Saturday Night Live sketches, um, and Beyonce. Um, how was it working with Beyonce? Like, what, is it daunting when you first walk into the room and Beyonce's there and you have to like teach her and work with her? Or are you just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing? Or on the inside, are you like, I'm Beyonce? Oh my God. <laughs> like, how does that feel? Okay, so I have a pretty interesting story about this. So I was brought in by um, one of her old dancers and choreographers, uh, Dana Fogley. I was working with her at the time. And then she had brought me in as like a, an assistant associate choreographer with her. And so I, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I, I was just kind of like, okay, like I'm here, like whatever. And I remember sitting at the table and she walks in. And when I tell you, I'll be really honest. I wasn't like a fan girl of Beyonce. Like I appreciated her music and, it, you know, I knew of her, of course, and like whatever. But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm working with Beyonce. I just, you know, it was Beyonce. And so when she walked in is the moment when I had, oh, that's Beyonce. Like, I was like, wow, like, she's a star. And it wasn't like, I didn't like have, I don't know, it was more of an appreciation of like the artist she was. And then like, you know, her just sitting there and singing the song that we were working at the time or like whatever. And like, you know, that appreciation grew because I got to see firsthand how she works. And that woman works. Do you know what I mean? Like her hard work pays off. So what you see is her working. She's a part of every little department that is a part of making that process. Do you know what I mean? And to me, that's like, I don't know. That's just like so satisfying to see that like, you know, you could be a celebrity, you could be an artist and have everybody do everything for you, you know, because she's already, she's the talent. She has the talent. Yeah, and she's also just so involved in the process, and I I think that 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 is just incredible, and you know I'm inspired by her every day because I don't know there's always like this saying that's like Beyonce has the same amount of hours that you do in a day, and it's so true, and she takes up all those hours. Do you know what I mean? Like even now when I'm like in quarantine, I'm trying to get all these things that I want to get done. I'm like she has all those hours, so do I, so I can get this done. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I just, I really appreciated her hard work and was so inspired by her as an artist and as a woman. And, like, she's just so inspiring. Yeah. Wow. She's everything you want her to be. (laughs) That's good for all Beyonce fans. It's good, isn't it? Because you just don't know sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we can't be here and not talk about The Greatest Showman. (laughs) Wow, what an amazing movie. Um, tell me a little bit about how you came to be part of the movie. Um, did you have to go through like a long process of auditions or were you approached or what way did it kind of happen for yeah. you? I have a really good story for this one too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were auditions and my agency had the time like you know sent me the call and I was like oh my gosh you know my next like goal and dream was to be in a movie 
Um, I, I had done like independent films and like things like that, but like I wanted to be an emotion like feature film. And I remember I was on a job at the time actually with Beyonce. And so I was trying to like figure out how I can like do this. And I remember, I think I wasn't having like such a good day. And like, I was stressed about what I was doing at the time and like, whatever. And I remember my boyfriend was like, go to that audition. And he was the one that really pushed me to like, this is what you want. Like, even though you might be feeling a certain way now, just go and go to the audition. Thank God for that. (laughs) So I went to the audition and, you know, I did what I could and um, it was so fun. The energy in there was so fun and like, it just, it just felt good to be there. So I went to the audition, whatever. And then um, mind you, I'm still working on this other job with Beyonce and I get a call back. Now, mind you, I'm walking into rehearsal for this other job that I'm on. Yeah. And my agent calls me and they're like, you need to not go to that rehearsal and you need to go to the callback for this audition because obviously it's a big movie and it's a big job. And I'm very loyal and I'm very committed to what I do. Yeah. And I was like, I can't just not show up to a rehearsal on a job yeah. and then go to a callback. Like, I want this job more than anything and I'm available for that job when that starts but how can I leave and just not show up to another job that that, to me is just like oh my gosh I I had so much anxiety I was like okay what what can I what can I do on my end so I'm like sitting outside the door of the rehearsal and I'm uh at the time I knew the assistant that was helping the choreographer for the movie and I wrote them I was like this is all I can do you know I this might not work. And I wrote him and I was like, I need you to know I, you guys called me back and I'm so thankful. I'm available for the job. I will submit any videos. I will see you any other time, but I have to let you know I'm on another job right now and I cannot make this call back. And I just kind of left it. And I just like, you know, this is in the, the hands of the world now. I don't know what will happen. And thank God the choreographer, Ashley Wallen, who did not know me at the time, took a chance on me. And like, you know, by recommendations of other people and like what they knew about me, like he let me do the job. And I like, thank God it all worked out. And I'm glad that like I stuck with my commitment with the other job because I can't imagine what that would have, yeah, it would have looked terrible, you know? Yeah, so So, meant to be. It was meant to be and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah, so you're involved in uh, some of the scenes that will never be forgotten in the industry and in people's hearts. Um, like the music, lyrics combined with the like stunning choreography. Um, did you know when you were performing these scenes that like these were something amazing was happening? Like, this is within the movie? Yeah. You know, I knew like getting the job, like just in itself, I was like, oh man, this is special. Like you could feel that. Um, And then like even the people that I was surrounded with, like the people that also were on the job and the choreographers and just like, honestly, every day in that room was so much fun. Everyone, you know, it was, we were hard at working, but we were also just like good energy. And then that's so important when it comes to working is having that good energy. And then you have Hugh Jackman, who is just like, the the sweetest man alive and so he just brought that level up for all of us you know 
Um, and then the director, Michael Gracie, really wanted us all to be involved. And so Michael Gracie is just such a visionary and like the movie he created is amazing. Yeah. And what was so cool and when I thought this is really special too is like he wanted to pick everyone's characters and he wanted everyone to have a specific character. And I thought that was so cool. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're creating everyone's character in this movie and we're all going to have this like individual character. Um, and then, you know, we sat there and we looked at all the, like, <clears throat> excuse me, the vision boards and like the setup of how the movie was going to be. And mind you, the movie has changed a lot since what it is now because of like editing and cutting and all this stuff. But I didn't know the level of what it would have been when, until I got into the movie theater and I watched it and was like, oh my gosh. And I didn't know I was going to be in it so much. Yeah. We were a part of the filming the entire time. So that is like, okay, you're a part of the movie. But to see how much you saw me, I was like, oh my gosh. I, can't, I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe that's me. Yeah. So that was I was actually going to ask that what it was like the first time you seen it. Oh my gosh. It was, I'll never forget being in a theater and like hearing people cheer. And like, I don't know. It was just so cool. It was it's, it's a feeling that I, I hope I'll feel again. I hope that I'll be able to do another movie, but like, it's just unforgettable. And I, I'm so, I never knew it was going to be such a, a movie where like, you know, it was in theaters for so long, like longer than star Wars and like did so well. And I see it on TV and I get so many messages and the, I answer all of those messages and because truly when I get those messages, they mean so much because I know that I was a part of something that inspires them. And I'm like, wow like I'm I still every day I'm like I can't believe that movie is what it is and I'm thankful that I was even a part of it and I think it's the the story behind like the message through it is what hits absolutely me. oh my gosh the message is so powerful and it's everyone can relate to it especially now yeah definitely. I actually watched it last night um and I hadn't seen it in a long time and it just hit me again about how good it is. I was like, oh my God, it's just yeah. really I mean, even when it's on TV here, me and my boyfriend are like, let's put it on. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And like, it's just for all age groups as well. Like my daughter is eight and she watched a bit of it with me last night and she just loves it. And I was like, I'm going to be talking to that girl there tomorrow. And she was just like, oh my God. She was just... Oh, I love that. So excited about it you know because yeah that movie just means a lot to so many age groups just yeah and of course because there's kids in it as well helps with kids to really yeah. impact as well um For yeah sure. so tell me a little bit about the choreography so say from like day one rehearsals kind of what song did you hit first kind of like what way did that kind of work for you oh my gosh i don't know if i can remember which one we did first i want to say maybe the opening number the greatest show but i don't know if it was that yeah it might have been come alive i can't remember i'm so sorry i really can't remember but i do remember just like you know once we got in there it was like go we didn't like stop it was like work 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 and you know we're constantly changing things people are coming in you know you have to take into consideration like what your outfit is you have to consider like what your character is um camera work so a lot of things were constantly evolving and constantly changing but every time we were in that room 
we were working and that choreography just like went, you know what I mean? And it, it was so fun to do. And it, you know, all the lifts, like some of the lifts that we did in the partnering work are featured, but there's a lot that isn't. And I wish there was more of that, but that stuff was always so fun to me. Um, but it was, you know, it was all very athletic and it was very powerful and, um, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of hard work, but it was fun. Yeah. And um, so like the first time you walked in and seen like the ring and the studio sort of the setup. How oh man, that, that was powerful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we walked in, I remember, I think we were just there for like, a fitting or something we had gone into the studio just for like something maybe a mid- meeting or a fitting or something and they were like oh let's we'll come show you guys the ring and we walked in and we were like <laughs> because like you have to think like when you're shooting like you know the things that I've shot like whether it's tv or sketches or movies like you go into the set and the sets are like tiny yeah. and like they just make them look bigger because of what they do with camera work you know but this was insane. It was huge. And it was just like, the minute we stepped in there, we were like, oh, this is real. And this is crazy. And this is amazing. <laughs> it was it was so cool. I mean, I think that there is footage of us like actually seeing that. I don't know if it's online, but it's it was really powerful seeing that. Oh, wow. Um, so you touched on it a little bit a minute ago. Um, the amazing costumes that were in the movie. Um, did it take long for you, like, daily to become your character? Makeup, <laughs> the hair, <laughs> costume? Oh, man, that's a good question. So costumes, I think, changed a lot. Um, we had, like, one costume designer, and then I think it changed into something else with a different costume designer. So costumes were also constantly evolving and changing, and some people's characters changed. Yeah. So, like, no one would ever know that, but, like, people were different characters, and then those got canceled, and, then, you know, so a lot has happened, but um, <clears throat> the, I had this designer, and she, you know, I had to go in, and I had to get molded, so they molded my entire, like, upper body, and then she made that into a latex bodysuit. Oh my god. And it was the hottest thing ever. Like I would be drenched in sweat. And I'm not one to sweat a lot. I'm always cold. So I was like, oh my gosh. But that thing, and you know, there was times where it would cut me. Like it was just, but it was beautiful. And then we had, you know, I had multiple outfits because of the different scenes I was in. So like I always had these like really gorgeous white dresses that I loved like the first white dress you see and this is me when I'm walking into the like where the people are I love that dress it's one of my favorites but um so I had a couple different looks but the main look was that latex molding thing and um my look like I was covered I had the best makeup artist by the way like the best um, and they switched out every so often cause they were working on different things, but I always had like the consistent same, like three and I loved them so much. They took care of my skin because you can imagine being oh, yeah. in that for like hours and hours. They would give me like facials at the end and I just loved them. Um, but they would have to paint my entire body white. Like it wasn't just my face, my entire body. And I would be like, I have pictures of myself with like my legs up and my arms up. Like they're great. And I think I might actually start sharing some of the like behind the scenes stuff because it's it's really good. But it took so long. I think I took I actually know that I took the longest to get ready. 
Um, I'm pretty sure. I, at first, it was like it took three and a half to four hours to get ready. And that was at the beginning. When we, you know, we didn't know like the routine of how we could get the, you know, how can I help? How can we get this done quicker? And, you know, it, it was a slow process. Um, and because I took so long to get ready, there would be times where my call time would be like 4 a.m. Whereas everyone else's would be a couple hours after that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, or they would be like, we can't have you come in this time because you just take too long to get ready. <laughs> yeah. But we got it to a routine. And I think the fastest we ever got myself ready was maybe an hour and a half to two hours. So, you know, we did, we ended up getting it down eventually, but you know, it was a process of getting like, how do we get this? And do I need to really be painting my hand or my arm at this time? What, what else am I wearing today? And, you know, because it was makeup and then it was hair and then it's getting into the costume. But then like, you have to put on the latex thing before you put on the wig. Oh my God. <clears throat> Crazy. People don't think of these things at all. But it was cool. It was also really cool to be in the room and we all had our own stations with our people and to see everyone kind of get transformed into their like, characters was really really cool it was it was fun it was fun to see um and I actually think I have I have to look for it and it doesn't do justice but I think I have a time lapse video of me getting ready on like one of the last days oh wow yeah but I wish I would have like I mean it would have been hours of footage but I wish I would have taped it like for real yeah you should share that I'd say people would love to see that kind yeah of I, I will I will um yeah so you got to work so closely with you Jackman um, had you ever met Hugh before or worked together before the show? Uh, no, the movie was the first, I think, that we worked together and I was pretty in awe of him. Yeah. Wow. And then you went on to go on his world tour. Um, yes. Do you remember getting the call for that? Like, what was that like? So we had gotten asked by Ashley Wallen, the choreographer, um, to do Good Morning America. Oh, yeah. Was. I remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, um, so a, f a bunch of us from the movie, I think all of us were from the movie, maybe minus like one or two, um, but we did this performance and it was, I guess, a promo for his tour. Yeah. I didn't know, none of us really knew he was going on tour or I hadn't heard of it. And then I remember being in the room and he just like jokingly was like, oh, I'm going on tour. You guys, would you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and I just remember like him and Ashley Wallen asking me like, are you available and would you be willing to do this tour? And I was like, absolutely. Like not only is he the greatest to work for, like I'm available and I would love to tour the world right now. Like it, the timing of it just was like perfect for me. Yeah. Um, and it was actually to be to kind of backtrack. I actually wasn't wanting to go on tour at that moment, but because it was him, I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. That's what happened. And for that, you know, after that, it was just like, okay, this is, it was the best decision I had ever made. Oh, definitely. So what would it feel like changing from say when you did those songs kind of for the movie and then bringing them to the live stage for thousands of people. The first time you'd done that must've been, epic <laughs> yeah so it was very different yeah. um we had to change a lot obviously because of the rights to things you know we don't own the rights to that movement uh because that's a fox movie it's a whole legal thing um but 
you know, we, it still was in the sense, and there were things that were still there, but, um, you know, it was a whole different feeling. It, it was really cool for me because I had done the movie. So it was, I, it was a whole different feeling, I think, for me and a whole different experience. But I remember that first show and I remember going, you know, we start with The Greatest Show, which that opener is like, I love it. It's like, I still get the chills when I see that and I see him rise up and like, it's the best. But when I stepped onto that stage and I saw people singing the song, I was like, oh my gosh, like this movie and this music has really touched everybody around the world. And I knew that, but to see it was like a whole nother thing. And I, that to me was like, I was a part of that and I can't believe it. And I was so grateful to be able to perform it on stage and see that reaction. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It was, I was, um, I went to the matinee one, I think. Um, okay. I remember sitting trying to get tickets for it. Um, I remember my dad was there and I didn't get them for the first one and the second night. Oh. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to try again for the matinee when it was released. And I remember I had my phone and my laptop trying to get it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I've got them. But for oh me, my gosh. It was, kind of, it was kind of a weird one for me because my dad was there when I was getting the ticket. But then my dad, unfortunately, passed away very suddenly. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. In the March. So I was like, I don't know if I could go to the show. And then my sister was like, we have to go. So for me, all of a sudden, every song had a different message, every part of it. And as you know, Hugh does a part all about his dad. And I was like, oh my God. It was just, it just really meant something to me. And that's why that show really will always stick with me, you know? Wow, that's really powerful. That's, that's really meaningful. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. Well, it's not easy, but you just kind of get on with it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so what advice would you give somebody listening who would be thinking about a career as a dancer or, like, what would be their first steps at any age, I suppose? It's hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, I think it's important that... um, make sure that you still are happy doing it. You know, if you still have the passion and drive, then that's what you're meant to be doing. The minute you lose that, I think that that is when you need to start to find what makes you happy. Uh, you know, I'm still happy doing it. I still feel an itch that I need to perform. I, you know, I, I love performing and that can be in different aspects, but I just, I still have that passion and drive and that fire in me. So it's like, it takes a lot of hard work and you have to know that no matter what, however, you know, everyone's path and journey is different. It could be years from now until you get that job you want to get, but just know that the hard work will eventually pay off if you just stay committed to it. Yeah. And, you know, you also, you need to have thick skin. It's an industry that you, you get told a thousand times and one yes. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many jobs you do, you could still get told no. And you could, you know, it, it could be just because the color of your hair or the, how short your hair is or how long your hair is or how tall, you know, there's, there's so many aspects in it. Sometimes it's not even about your talent. So, you know, it's a, it's a very tough, tough industry, yeah. but it's also very rewarding if you love it and you continue to do it. Definitely. And would you still get nervous like before shows or is that kind of something you've learned to 
calm down sort of now at this stage or is it still there? No, definitely. Um, nerves are good. I think that is kind of what I just said is like the passion and drive. I feel like if you don't get nervous, you might not be into, into it as much. I don't know. And maybe that's not true. There's some people that maybe just don't get nerves. I don't know. But I do get a little nervous, but I think it's like a good nervous, like an excitement, but like also just like, you know what I mean? So I love that. I love that feeling in there. And I, I hope that that never goes away. <laughs> um, so we're nearly at the end. We just have a little quick fire round that we like to do at the end of the podcast. Um, okay. Random questions, kind of get to know you a bit better. Um, okay, so the first one is, what is the strangest thing that you've ever eaten? Oh, gosh. Um, I guess I would have to say crickets in Mexico. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the first thing you would do if you were invisible? Ooh, you could do so much with that. You could be so sneaky. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would probably want to do a million things. I mean, it would be awesome to be like, I don't know. I had this conversation with my boyfriend about being invisible and it's, we were talking about maybe being like invisible in like the White House. Can you imagine seeing what the president and the government actually do in our country? Like I can't imagine. But maybe I would go to shows that I wouldn't want. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just be a fly on the wall everywhere. Yeah. Be so good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, what song um, reminds you of summer from like years ago? Oh, from years ago? Ooh. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> Summer from years ago. My my one is, you know that song How Bizarre? Was that big over there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who sings that? Um, oh my god, I don't know. Um, like the How Bizarre. How bizarre. That one? <laughs> yeah, done freeway in the hot hot sun. <laughs> <laughs> that's my one. Oh my god I'm stealing that because that's a that's a throwback you're gonna have I love that you just said that <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that when we hang up that's hilarious the, mu the music video is so funny it's like uh, oh I don't know if I remember the music video I'll also look at the music video so all right so we're stealing yours for that one and <laughs> um, what's your favorite song at the moment I would have to say I'm obsessed with listening to the Let's Do It Again, the Nice to Know Ya by Jay Boog. I don't know if you know, it's like very reggae feel. It's so fun. It just makes me so happy. Oh, it's I an like older it. song, um, but listen to it. It's, it's a feel good song. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out after now. <laughs> um, let me see, what's the next one? Are you a morning or night person? Oh, I'm a night owl. Yeah. Like I'm a night owl. <laughs> Yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. It doesn't matter what it is. I just, I stay up late. I, I mean, I can get up early. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I'm definitely a night owl. Yeah, okay. Um, what have you done that you're most proud of? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's, you know, I kind of said this earlier. It's, I'm so proud of everything I do. It could be, you know, a free show that I did with a friend to working with an artist. I'm, I'm proud of everything that I do. 
just because like, you know, the process of each thing and the like the growing from each job and each performance, like I, I genuinely grow and learn so much from each one. So I'm, I'm proud of everything. I can't pick one and that might sound crazy, but I just can't. Um, and last one is how do you define happiness? Oh, that's, that's a loaded question, but, um, you know, I think you define it by the things that you find joy in. It's, not the material things it's you know it's not even the things that we do for a living it, you know it's just being present being alive and being surrounded by people that you love and good energy it's you know you have to be grateful for those things and you know I think I hope more than ever I mean I've learned this from the experiences that I you know the people that I've lost that are close to me I've learned what the true meaning of life and happiness means to me yeah. um you know I found that out in an unfortunate way but I'm, I'm glad that I realized that now. And I hope that during this time, during quarantine, people are realizing that, you know, they kind of got stripped away from the work that they do and the material things that they do. And I feel like that's their time to kind of find groundness and kind of feel like happiness can just come from sitting on your couch with your loved one or with yourself yeah. and loving yourself again. You know what I mean? Like there's so much within that. Yeah, definitely. I find as well, just being content with the simplest of things is really... Oh, yes. Then you're sorted, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. We have absolutely loved chatting to you and possibly my favourite show so far. Um, If you would like to stay in touch with um, Michelle and follow her on her journeys, you can get her on all media outlets. If you type in M-I-S-H-A-Y-Y-Y on Instagram, you can give her a follow there and follow all the really cool stuff that she is up to. Thanks for listening and I will talk to you all soon.